welcome to Vitally You, a podcast created to introduce you to the tools that will be your roadmap for feeling younger while growing older. I'm your host, Dana Frost, a wellness expert, life coach, and energy medicine practitioner. Here's what you can expect. Conversations about vitality from the inside out with guest experts in the field of health, culture, and spirituality and solo episodes along the way from me where I do deep dives into the topics of aging, heart intelligence, energy medicine, and your innate capacity to heal. If you want to feel younger while growing older, this is the place for you. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vitally You podcast. This is Dana. I am your host, and I'm joined this week by my functional nutrition and lifestyle practitioner colleague, who's become a very dear friend, Monica Puss. Monica's master's as a dietitian did not provide her the tools she needed when she was faced with crippling anxiety, but she did find her way and she's here to share her story. Interestingly, our conversation flows where the energy takes them. Originally, we were going to talk about growth through all stages of life, but as our conversation unfolded, it was clear that we needed to allow anxiety to be our focus. By the end of today's episode, I hope you'll have a fresh perspective on anxiety and how to heal it or make peace with it. It won't be surprising that connection with others is the key. Monica, welcome to the Vitally You podcast. I am really just so honored to have you as a guest. I am so happy to be here, Dana. Thank you so much for inviting me. So for all of you listeners out there, Monica is a really unbelievable practitioner who helps women uncover the root causes of their symptoms. And she's really in her personal life and in her professional life, she has helped herself to feel younger while growing older, really digging into the root causes of her symptoms. And her mission is to help women with that same goal of really looking at what are the symptoms and how can I feel better How can I understand the symptoms, heal the symptoms, and feel better at the root cause level? So Monica is going to talk to us today. And really first, Monica, I would love for you to share with the listeners about your own health journey, because I know it's through your health journey that you got into the functional nutrition as a profession. Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking that question. I did not even know that I was going through a health journey or a health crisis. I started out as a dietitian right out of school, and I thought I had my dream job working in hospitals in the St. Louis area. Then we moved to the Northwest because my husband and I decided that his families in the Northwest were gonna come here. And I had a job opportunity with a medical sales company. We were selling TPN or total parental nutrition, IV nutrition for hospitalized patients. The catch was that I had to travel to five different states and I hated flying. And so I pushed myself, just pushed myself, left my babies for the first time in my life because I thought this was a job that was going to help us just get our feet on the ground in the Seattle area. And six months later, I was going to quit and I was going to go back to being a dietitian. Well, things did not turn out that way because the cost of living in Seattle is so much higher. 
And so one six-month period turned into a year, two years. 23 years later, I was still in, the, in that position, and anxiety had gripped me. It Over the years, I just kept pushing it aside, and I know a lot of us do that. We just don't pay attention to the symptoms, don't even know what to look for. Things are happening in our bodies, and we just roll with it, keep going and keep going and keep going. I had this anxiety every time I flew. I felt like I was going to die. And so this up and down in my emotional system started taking a toll, but I was a runner. So I kept thinking, I'll just run it off. I'm anxious. I'll run it off. It passes. It passes. It passes. And here I was, a dietitian. I had a master's degree. Nobody had ever taught me anything about the immune system and the nervous system being connected and, you know, hormonal issues. None of that. I was just focused on eat well, everything in moderation. That was the motto for dietitians. And um, lo and behold, I was running one day and I came home and I had this huge PVC, preventricular, preventricular contraction. I didn't even know what that was. But it's like when you feel like you have this heartbeat that is it's like an extra heartbeat, and that's due to anxiety, uh, adrenaline in your body. I didn't know that. I thought I was dying. I thought I was going to die the next moment. I walked or I ran or I did any activity. I was going to, and of course, this fear and this anxiety fueled this anxiety, which made me have even more PVCs. I went to the ER several times. I had heart monitors. Everybody could say, oh, you just, you're just anxious. You're just anxious. And I lived that way for years until I was falling apart. I literally was falling apart, having anxiety attacks, panic attacks. I didn't even know what a panic attack was. And one thing led to another. I ended up going to a naturopath and just going there several times. One day she finally asked me, which is such an insightful question. What is it that is making you anxious? And all of a sudden I looked around and I thought, I feel trapped. I feel like I need to support my husband, support my family, and I can't quit my job, but it is my job that is keeping me so anxious. And she had a wonderful solution. She invited me to come work for them. So that's how my journey started. I went to work for these naturopaths, and I took this course with Andrea because I'm all about learning. Like, all of a sudden, I realized I can learn enough about this condition that I could actually not only heal myself, but help others. It was when I turned my attention from myself to helping others that things kind of started opening up for me. You know, Monica, from beginning to end, it's such a story that is common to so many women. And when we realize these decisions we make have such deep impact in terms of what we experience in life. So you make a decision, and I I know listeners can relate in terms of decisions that they've made or they're making, but you make a decision to uproot, to go to a different part of the world, a different part of the country. And you think you're doing a good thing. You think this is an opportunity and you have this sign 
you have this seed, it's this mustard seed that maybe something's not quite right. I don't really like flying. And yet you push through and then the money's really good and you keep going and that seed becomes fully bloomed in a way that is causing a lot of destruction in your life or in, in our lives. You know, we've all experienced this. And then, and then before you know it, a decade has passed, two decades have passed, and that seed is so gripping. And eventually you have to confront it. I can remember Monica being in Sao Paulo and having due to stress. I didn't know that at the time, but I was having a coughing condition that sent me to the emergency room on several occasions. And I was just given codeine to calm it down and they didn't know why. And those are little signs that something's not quite right. And I never really, it was years maybe a decade later or less than a decade later that I had to really, I was confronted with really looking at the cough went away, but other symptoms came. And so for our listeners who really pay attention to these symptoms that are, if, you know, when we think about anxiety, that's emotional, but it becomes a part of the tissues. This is what happened for you, right, Monica? You had the anxiety and it actually, if we let the emotional experience that's depleting, when we let it take hold, it takes root in the tissues and then we have physiological situation. Like for you, it was your heart condition. Absolutely. And I had no idea that everything had, that one thing had something to do with another. You know, I'm thinking of my heart condition. I'm thinking of, am I going to have a heart attack? And then I stopped running which was the worst thing I could have done. You know, I stopped exercising because I was so afraid of being out on the road and passing out. Or You, you always think that you're going to pass out or you're going to yeah. die, you know? Well, so tell me this, because when you were talking about having anxiety and you just kept running, I was super curious about that because that is also, your body was stressed because of the anxiety, Mm-hmm. And like the unconscious way that you felt about your job with flying and whatever the complexities of that was that that placed in your life. And then you're running. We know that running the body also reads out of stress, even though we might get endorphins from it. It has positive benefits. Mm-hmm. Then you're also stressing the body with the running. And so then I guess when you had your actual heart condition, you stopped running. Is that right? Yes. And I I thought I had a heart condition. I didn't have a heart condition. It represented itself, uh, expressed itself as, you know, a regular heartbeat. And I stopped running and then I became super self-aware. I was just, it went inside and I just became very, if it had been up to me, I would have become agoraphobic. I would have stayed home and not gone outside. I didn't want to be outside. I wanted new, new situations where I had to be hyper vigilant and looking for danger everywhere. I wanted only familiar situations with familiar people, preferably in my own home. Door closed. Don't go anywhere. Going to the grocery store was a big deal. And you, you just feel so unstable. You feel kind of dizzy, kind of wobbly, kind of, you know, like things are not right. And nobody can relate to that. That's the thing, that you don't have a support system because it's not an injury. It's not a broken arm or a broken leg where people say, oh, 
let me help you with that, those groceries or whatever. It's all in your head. It's all inside. And so you go inside and you don't have enough energy to tend to others. You don't have enough energy to give, to give happiness, to give joy, to give peace, to have a nice conversation with a friend because you're so focused on what's happening to me and no one to talk to because no one can figure it out. You go to the ER, you go to your doctor, they put you on antidepressant, which by the way, I tried and it gave me a terrible reaction. I felt worse than I was feeling before. The anxiety just, it was out of control. And so I knew I couldn't take antidepressants. And so now what? Who do you turn to? And that's how I got into the work that I do because I know the feeling for your listeners. I'm talking to you. I say, whatever is going on for you is real. And it's a representation of what's going on inside, what has happened to you in the past, what has gotten you to where you are. And not knowing who to turn to makes that condition even worse. Not knowing what questions to ask. You know, Monica, I can really relate to that feeling alone because when I had my health crisis in 2011 and that year, you know, for a year trying to figure out, even though with the pacemaker, my heart started pacing. And so that wasn't, that was no longer a danger, but I was still just as tired. And, And as I went to different, a different cardiologist and different practitioners to figure out what, why was I still so fatigued? Why was my sleep still off? It was a lonely journey. I was alone and that that really is what propelled me to want to help people heal in community because when we have a health crisis it it can be a lonely journey and and we want to isolate because we can't imagine that anybody could understand and they can't I mean what do you do go talk to your husband unless your husband's a doctor that specializes in whatever condition you have they're at a loss just like you are and you you just realize that you're alone. And and like you said, Dana, being in community, talking to our friends. One thing I found in struggling with anxiety is that when you speak it out loud and you say, I don't want to go to the mall because it makes me anxious. There's something that happens that when you speak that out loud, it takes the energy out, that negative energy out, because you get compassion from the other person. And when you get compassion and you receive that, all of a sudden you're in community and there's a bond that grows between the two of you. And that person says, how can I help you? Humankind, right? It's like people want to help you. And that's the thing that we don't know. Monica, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to my recent solo episode where I talk about how do we heal humanity through connection and I shared that I was leaving Miami to come back to Chicago after being there for seven months. And I was feeling very anxious. I was feeling worried, not worried, anxious, fearful, you know, that I'd had this routine and I was coming back. And I thought, I know how to get underneath this. And it is to be open with my husband and to say, really, hey, I'm feeling really anxious about this. It was building. You can feel it building in your body. And it was building in my body. The moment I just called him and said, he was in a meeting. I need to talk to you. I'm feeling this way. 
I just need to let you know, this is how I'm feeling. And he met me with that compassion. And I know exactly what you're saying. That was my experience. It deflated Mm -hmm. the power it had over me just deflated. Yes. And when you receive is is, uh, giving it, handing it to someone, they receive it with kindness and compassion. And then you receive it back as a new gift. And that gift is connection. And that connection grows because you realize how loved you are. And, and when you realize how loved you are, fear disappears because the power of love is so much greater than fear. Yes. And that, that was the point in my, in my soul episode, Monica. And I think it's so synchronistic that we, our conversation has gone down this way of how do we heal How do we heal what's happening with the human right now after coming out of two years of isolation? The human heals through connection and bonding with other humans, being together. I appreciate the digital world. I I appreciate that I can, you know, we're recording a podcast. We're not in the same location. There's a lot of value to that. But nothing substitutes for being in person with other humans. Absolutely. And the touch, the power of touch. I know that the people who know me, my clients and my friends and family, I always tell them, I always share with them how the two things that have helped me the most, besides praying and being in connection and being in community and all these things, but lately the two things is the power of the heart, heart math breathing that I know you teach and you really appreciate. And the second one is these patches that we have uh, started using, these energy patches. So for a long time, I have felt very even and very balanced. And I praise God for that. And I I didn't even notice until my son pointed it out. My son uh, lives with us for a moment, for a a period, a, a season he's living with us. And he said to me, Mom, you're no longer triggered. What's up with you? Because he suffers from anxiety. He's like, I want what you have. And um, the other day, just recently, I woke up and I had this old feeling of anxiety, that feeling that grips you, your muscles are contracted, and you don't really know why, and you're just fearful, like your body physiologically is feeling the power of adrenaline and cortisol. And I got up, I went to the kitchen, and I immediately, my husband says, good morning, and I immediately said, I'm anxious, I feel the way I used to, and I need a hug. And so he hugged me tight for like 20 seconds straight, and I'm here to tell you, that's the other weapon, is all bringing it all together, is that connection and the power of human touch and love. It just like it changes that cortisol adrenaline to oxytocin, which is that hormone, that love hormone that you feel when you're breastfeeding your baby or uh, when you're giving birth that you don't feel any pain anymore because you're pushing so hard that it's like a miraculous hormone that uh, or neurotransmitter that helps you just relax. And it just floods. And that's the thing that I think that we don't realize is that an emotion can create so many chemicals running through your body at all times. 
that we don't even understand what's going on. So I want to encourage everybody to acknowledge their feelings, to acknowledge the feelings and to consciously know what is happening to you, breathe through it and seek that connection with someone. Call a friend, talk to someone, journal it, say it out loud and acknowledge it because it's when we put it aside, we shove it down, we power through it, all of those things that have been taught to us, that's when we start going down the spiral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that everyone can relate to that. And we're when we look at our emotions, to be human is to have the full landscape of the emotional experience. And mm-hmm. it really is when we allow an emotion that is depleting, mm-hmm. like anxiety, grief, depression, rage. For me, it was really rage. That was the emotion that really broke down and became, you know, in my tissues. And I had to really work through for you, it was anxiety. When we have an emotion that we allow in essence to take up residence, it depletes the system. And as you say, Monica, each emotion has a cascade of hormones that get released. Mm -hmm. It's just what happens that that emotions are connected with the chemicals in our body. And when it's over flooded over a period of time with a depleting emotion, the system begins to break down. Our immunity breaks down, our resilience diminishes, our coherence diminishes. And the beauty is we can turn that around. And that's That's my story. I know that's your story. You alluded to heart math. That's heart math has been a part of both of our stories. So Mm -hmm. for our listeners, I know I've mentioned heart math before, but let's just share with the listeners the very simple, we'll go to inner balance. We'll share that. So your heart math is a visualization. So we know that physically we want the breath to be deep, slow, quiet, and regular, And heart math, you visualize the inhale and exhale to flow from the heart center. That's heart-focused breathing. And then inner ease, you bring in the feeling of inner ease with your heart-focused breathing, and you allow that, the feeling of inner ease, to flow with the inhale and exhale to and from the heart center. That can neutralize a depleting emotion. Just as for Monica, that 20 second hug, that is what neutralized that oxytocin that got released when you had that hug from your husband. When we feel that connection, it's the connection I felt when I asked for support and said, hey, I feel anxious. Those actions will neutralize those depleting emotions. And I think that one really key component of all that is to remember that anything that we speak about, anything that, like, let's say we have an argument with a friend and we go over the argument over and over and over in this negative way of, I'll say this, or she said that, and you're stirring up all of these negative emotions. All that is creating all this cascade of chemicals. Even me telling you the story about my anxiety, I started feeling myself anxious. And we have the power to go inside, to focus on the heart, slow down the breath. Anybody can do it. And then 
think of that place or that time or that situation or that person with care, compassion, love, you know, even holding your child or holding your pet or holding your mother's hand, just going there has the same effect that you would have when you're telling a story that upset you and you start crying. We do that. You know, we're telling the story and we go there and we start getting teary-eyed. We have the same power to turn that around and go, wait a second, I'm going to slow down my breathing. You can do it for one minute. You don't have to do it. This is not something that you have to get a degree in. And just go to the sun on your skin. You know, the moment when the birds were flying and the You know, that moment in your garden where you just felt peace, you can go there. Anybody can go there. They're just memories, and our brain does not know what is real and what is not. You can just imagine it, and you have it. That is so true, Monica. So from the research of HeartMath, it's 20 seconds that you need to hold on to that. You need to recall the memory or, like you said, the sun on your skin. You need to recall something and hold it with heart-focused breathing or the feeling of inner ease for 20 seconds. That's what they came up with their research. And I love that you brought up that as we're telling stories where there's trauma or we felt triggered, we are reliving it every time we tell that. And I had to learn that because it's easy, especially for women, we want to tell our stories to our female friends We want to have them identify with us. It can tend to go into gossip. Mm -hmm. And my Dr. Martha Beck, who trained me in life coaching, she calls it story fondling. And we love story fondling. We love to tell our trauma stories. Mm -hmm. And where I like to take my clients in a coaching session, your story needs to be seen and heard. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't need to be fondled. Your story, you need to tell your story, have someone see it. You need to feel it, metabolize it, and then you need to be set free from it so that you no longer have to tell it. The more we talk about it, the more our the cells in our body relive it. Your cells are continually regenerating themselves, renewing themselves, replacing themselves. You know, whatever you're doing today will become the cells that you have. So... Be mindful what you're thinking, how you're feeling, the stories you're telling, what you, you know, that's creating your future cells. So if we talk about feeling younger, growing older, guess what? You have to make peace with your past so you no longer have to tell the story for validation. This is a very important part of healing trauma and feeling younger while growing older. Mm-hmm. Many times we gain attention. We tell the story because we want attention. And so when we're telling the story, be really curious, what am I gaining by telling this story? Do I really need to be seen and heard again? Or am I just wanting attention? Do I really need to soothe? What am I really seeking as I tell this story this time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important principle to learn when we talk about feeling younger while growing older and healing and making peace with our past. That's absolutely right. And the other part of that is forgiveness. I think that we really tend to ignore forgiveness because we are getting something out of that. When we hold a grudge against somebody, but we don't realize how hurtful it is. 
I have a chiropractor whom I love. I call him my woo-woo chiropractor because he is an energy healer. And that's one of the first things that he says. He says, people heal in groups. He says, you just tend to see people in the same family healing at the same time or getting sick at the same time. And then in the communities also. And uh, he says, I can tell how long it's going to take someone to heal by their ability to let go of unforgiveness. And he always addresses that with people. Who are you not forgiving? If you're not healing, who are you not forgiving? And why can't you let go? What are you getting from that? Yeah, thank you for bringing that up because I've seen that in my own life. It's a very powerful, necessary process Mm -hmm. in our healing journey is the forgiveness. It's energetically... It must, it would be really interesting to know, but I, I know that gratitude is one of the highest vibrational emotions. And I would be very curious to know where forgiveness is on the vibrational scale, mm-hmm. because I've experienced it to be very powerful. And, and what I, what I've experienced is that there are deeper layers of forgiveness. You know, when you have something traumatic that's happened, you know, you make peace with it and you forgive different layers. Does that make sense? Yes. Sometimes it can be a real process. And really, it's just a matter of being open, keeping ourselves open. When a hurt comes up or a trauma comes up, keeping ourselves open to what's the next layer. And is there a layer of forgiveness that I'm, I'm ready for right now that I can see with fresh eyes? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't require having to go ask for forgiveness or talk to the person or anything like that. We can forgive in our hearts by letting go, just letting go yes. little by little. It may not happen right away, but it is an act of, it's a process, like you said. Yes, we don't always have to go back to that person. I think that that's really wise advice, Monica. So I want to just touch on, Monica, you said the patches And so I just want to touch on this so that our listeners, they may hear what, you know, they may go back and go, what, what is the patches? What is she talking about? (laughs) And when she mentions the patches, Mm -hmm. it is a company called LifeWave and they have round patches that look like a bandaid. I have a couple of episodes. I'll reference them in the show notes where I talk about the patches, but it's light. It's using light therapy. Your body is the energy source. They look like round band-aids. They're not transdermal. There's nothing in the patch but liquid organic crystals. You put them on your body. The heat in your body activates the patch to create biological shifts. And there are, both Monica and I are involved with this company. There are patches that really help neutralize triggering emotions Mm -hmm. because they, the biological shift energetically that they make moves the nervous system to fight and flight to rest and heal. Yes. I'm assuming that's what you were referencing, Monica. Yes, absolutely. And I was very skeptical until I saw you using them and you posted something about your mother healing from COVID and then from arthritis. And I was blown away. And I know how thorough you are at looking at things scientifically and looking at things that work. And I thought, okay, I need that as part of my healing 
kit. And uh, that's when I tried them. And like I said, I have not gone back because I'm not fond of medications. I will only take a medication if I absolutely, absolutely have to because I believe that the body heals itself. And so this therapy has really worked for me because it's not a medication. It doesn't have side effects. And I can take it or leave it. And um, it works very well with my lifestyle. I have never seen anything like it before. It's really, really amazing. When you mentioned the patches, Monica, it was in the context of your son recognizing that you were not, he was seeing you as not being triggered. Do you feel like the patches were a part of that? Like wearing the patches really helped with that, with you not being triggered? Is that, can you just clarify Dina, we just sold our home this weekend, and it was a whirlwind of, you know, crazy cleaning the house and getting the yard ready and everything that it entails, packing things that you don't need, all that, making it look the best. That's where I'm at my worst. When I, because I'm one of these people who is affected by what I think other people think about me, expectations of others. It's like I want to make sure that I don't disappoint. I don't disappoint you. I don't disappoint my family. I don't disappoint my, you know, especially others. And so for people to come see my home, that is like a big trigger. I want everybody to just clean up and stay in their rooms and don't come out. And uh, my real estate agent, Cindy, she has um, been my friend for like 25 years. She goes, Monica. I do not recognize you because she knows me from before, way before I got anxiety, during, and now after. And Cindy has also used the patches and she's done wonderfully with them uh, for inflammation and pain. But she said to me, Monica, you have been a superstar, so calm, cool, and collected. Nothing bothers you. You are just, and I take care of my mother. She's 90 years old. Our son, like I said, is living here. He's 32 and he's not really interested in cleaning up or doing anything like that. And everything was so smooth. And I honestly, she had to point it out. Like I said, people have pointed it out to me. It's like, what happened to you? And I'm going, all I can say is these patches really ground me. I feel very balanced. I have no side effects. And I love living and feeling like a normal person because for 18 years, I did not feel normal. I felt like I would look at people and go, oh, how nice for that person that can go do this or do that and try new things because I could never do that. And now I don't even think about it. And that's, that's how subtle it is that other people notice and you don't even notice it yourself. And that, I believe, is the beauty of the patches because it's not putting anything into your system. It's working to create the shifts internally. The body-mind system seeks homeostasis. It knows how to heal. And what the patches are doing is working internally to support us and to bring that homeostasis to the system and I think that that, I mean, I've definitely experienced that with the patches. I know my mom has. I mean, we've got, there are many different testimonials, but it's really nice to hear your specific testimony. And it's nice when other people can reflect that back to us. Mm -hmm. And we know, don't we, Monica, that it's never just one thing. 
you know, you have incorporated your, the lifestyle, you know, from a functional lens, you've been working on your health from the lifestyle perspective, from using food as medicine. I know that's what you do in your practice. Mm -hmm. And the patches really come alongside as a, what I love about it, it's the, it's the prop that we need in our modern world. The stresses are acute and, you know, even the stresses we don't see, if we look at the electromagnetic field and what we're exposed to living in the digital world and having information at us all the time, continual changes, the patches come in and they're just working behind the scenes, you know, underneath the skin, they're working behind the scenes to create that gentle cradle of support um, that's why I really love the patches. But yeah, I did want to say it's not, it's never just one thing. I mean, you couldn't just use the patches and have not deal with your emotional situation or not deal with a lifestyle that's way out of balance. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's creating, it's another tool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Monica, we are nearing the end of our <laughs> podcast episode and you do such tremendous work with women, Monica. You're really working at the root cause level. And I know people can hear in your voice, you're very gentle and compassionate. And you really see your clients. You really see them. You're not just looking at a health condition. You're seeing that woman that you're, mm -hmm. you know, in a client relationship with. And so, Tell us, you know, where can people find you? Is there a program that you're going to be offering soon? What what would you like people to know about your work? Oh, thank you, Dana. Uh, people can find me at nourishedfunctionalnutrition.com. And that's nourished with an ED at the end. I have a, a course that is called From Fatigue to Fabulous. And that course will start again on September 12th. So I'll be promoting that. I'm on Instagram at monica.pause.nourished. I do um, reels there at least weekly. And I have a lot of free resources on my website that people can download recipes and just different things about adrenal fatigue and anxiety or eating whole foods. And where to start, especially I'm big on balancing blood sugar. Because I know that and now 9 out of 10 people in the U.S. have some kind of glucose metabolism issue where they cannot metabolize sugar. And we don't even know it. And so that's one of the things that I'm big on. But I also have a course that is just four sessions on heart math. And that course is very easy to do. I just guide you through uh, heart math so that you can be on your own. And that's what I'm big on. I really like to provide the tools so that people can walk away with their own tools and their own ability to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. And Monica does, I mean, her content, she has a ton of content. As you said, There's there are so many things that they can access for free if they've, you know, go to your website or go to your Instagram profile. So Monica, thank you so much. I have one question I ask all of my guests, and that is what does feeling younger while growing older mean to you? Oh my goodness. I think that feeling younger while growing older means having the ability to be at your best, to be active, to be a contributing member of society, to help others. And 
to know that you have lived well and you have done the best to take care of the body and mind that God gave you and that you used it well and you taught others how to do the same thing. That's lovely, Monica. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Vitally You podcast. I love you, Dana. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. I love you too, Monica. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining me on the Vitally You podcast. If you're enjoying these conversations, please hit subscribe and download. Spread the love with a review and share it with your friends. We have two free downloads for you this week, and you'll find the links in the show notes. My free ebook, Checklist for Daily Vitality, is on my website, and Monica has for us 10 easy ways to eliminate pain. Don't forget, I select one reviewer each month to win a sleeve of Eon patches. LifeWave's Eon anti-inflammatory patch moves the nervous system from fight and flight to rest and heal. Experience the power of the patch on your journey of feeling younger while growing older. To be entered to win, leave a review, screenshot your review, and send it to Dana at DanaFrost.com or pop it in a direct message on Instagram at DanaFrostVitallyYou. Until next time, I am streaming love from my heart to yours.